Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. Yes, I'm back from a week, uh, taking a week off due to a combination of illness, uh, a broken MacBook Pro charger, and just coming back from a week abroad. So all of those three things combined together, excuses, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know, disappointment, 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 and he's wearing glasses inside. What a dickhead. You're a cunt. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. And the only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. Maybe you have some more cunt kids. All of these things sums up into a very disappointed audience. I get it. You'll find out why I'm wearing the glasses at the end of the podcast. Stick around to find out that answer for those who don't really care. Yeah, you know, it, it's fun. It's a fun answer. It's a fun thing to find out if you're genuinely interested. If not, no worries. For those just listening, you can't see that, but I am wearing glasses indoors. So let's jump into the podcast. What's the major? What's the main thing? What's the the main course of this podcast? Well, it's going to be talking about nutrition. It's going to be talking about food. I haven't done a food podcast in a while. I haven't really spoken about food uh, since probably around a year and a half, maybe two years ago, when I first started the podcast. It was quite early on, so this is this is nice. Come back, refreshing. And I think it's a really good time to talk about it because I've come back uh, from abroad a week eating out of my comfort zone in a territory that I can't control, in an environment that I can't control. And I think that's really good for people to understand as well is that sometimes you don't always have uh, the ability to cook for yourself or have the option. Maybe you're eating your mum's cooking. Maybe you're eat- you're eating out with friends and family, or maybe you're just in a in an environment which you are unable to cook. All of these things can be a thing. So this is a perfect podcast for you if th- that is the case. I came back from Spain uh, around two kilograms lighter. Now. That isn't healthy in any way, shape, or form. So don't ever think that that is a healthy amount of weight to cut within one week. It is not. Let me say that again. It is not healthy to cut two kilograms within one week. He's out of line, but he's right. That is due to a combination of severe dehydration, uh, a lack of eating, and increased alcohol, (laughs) and uh, all-round overdoing it in terms of steps, in terms of exercise, and ooh, on top of that, a nice slathering of 30 to 35 degree heat can cause what I presume to be a, a bad level of weight loss. Oh, oh I'm oh, sorry. Oh. Did you get addicted to crack? Did somebody get addicted to crack? Oh. So for you, the listener, for you, the viewer, what can you do to combat this? Maybe not do what I did. Maybe, maybe also have a have a real think about what you're eating throughout the day. I truly try my best to get as much protein as I can in terms of what is available. So if I see dried cod, I'm going to grab the cod. <laughs> Gay! If I wow, that sounded so wrong. Um <laughs> we're back. We're back, baby. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um yeah, if if there's cod there, we're gonna grab the cod. If there's some sort of meat or some sort of high protein foods, uh, then I will migrate over to there and make the majority of my plate that. I will also look for fruit and vegetables, like 
just salad for me is the most waste of calories that I will ever look at in my life. I think that's also a part of me growing up and not liking salad. I look at it and I just think it, it's either you're having salad cream with it to make it taste nice, which is just fat, or you're going to have some sort of combination of small foods that just they're just a waste in my opinion again i've probably for those who are really into salad i get it i'm sorry you're probably mediterranean eating that is a very high part of your diet in which case i apologize for those who are into salad i don't mean to tick people off it's just not my thing you know who invented salad poor people and so while i was in spain that is a big part of it the massive salad bar with everything there and so for me finding broccoli or green beans, or there was one day where they were serving some grilled asparagus, which I was, mwah, so magnifique, just, yes, I'm in for it. I'm there for it. So grilled asparagus was one of them. I was making sure that I was going over to the fruit bar. I was making sure that I was gonna get myself some watermelon. I was gonna get some pineapple. I was gonna get some really nice fresh fruit. Uh, and I was eating that every single day. And then I was also gonna have myself a pan au chocolat. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm. Mmm, so good. Mmm, so good and tasty. Which, even though it's not exactly good for you uh, having it every day, but I, in that case, I was trying to increase my calories, get as many calories in, in the meals that I did have. And by the end of my uh, trip in Spain, I realized that my... Uh, like hunger uh, signals were going way down. I wasn't as hungry, which is bad because that's also telling me that I've uh, done something wrong. Because most of the time, because of the amount of exercise and because of the amount of weightlifting I do and running and all of these things and working out every single day, I should be starving 24-7, you know? I should be hungry all the time because of the amount of exercise I do. And it's a negative for me to realize that I'm not hungry. That's worrying. And that is why when you do go into these scenarios, please make sure that you're eating. Make sure you try to, to eat the good foods. So when I mean good foods, I'm talking about high quality protein, high quality carbohydrates. As you, as you heard a minute ago, pan au chocolat. Chocolate. I remember when they first invented chocolate. Sweet, sweet chocolate. I always hated it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you can find some of the high quality, when I say high quality carbohydrates, I'm talking about pastas, rices. Uh, we're talking just carbohydrates that you're going to get some sort of nutrients from micronutrients as well, that you're not going to be just eating pure sugar. That's what I'm trying to get at. We're not just downing orange juice, uh, you know, into a cup and just going from it there. We're trying to find some healthy solutions here. One of those things like that, that got lied to me very early on in, in life was like, drink your cup of orange juice, there's vitamin C in there. And you just realize it's just water with sugar. Like that's all it is, there's no nutrients in there. Maybe there's some vitamin C, but it's such a lie. It tastes amazing, but you realize like as an adult, you're like, wow, that is just bullshit on such a high level that is there's something the sugar companies are just like we can sell them with vitamin c we've got them <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we got them 
<laughs> so uh, you've also got to think as well when you're, you're abroad to hydrate. Don't do what I did. I realize now that I should have been drinking so much more water. I did really well in Australia, by the way. When I was in Australia, I think because I wasn't working and I was on actual holiday, I was thinking more towards me, relaxation time, really taking it easy. But when I'm at work, I'm go, go, go. I wanted to get the most out of all the presentations that were there, of all of the uh, events that were going on, talking to all the people, networking as much as I could and, and seeing some really awesome people. However, when I go hard, I go to the point where I have to go to bed at like 11. A lot of these people go into bed at like one o'clock in the morning. I can't do that. Sadly, I'm the guy who falls asleep at the party. I've always been that way. It will always be this way for me, sadly. I will always be that guy who's going to be waking up at right like you know, six or seven in the morning, but I'm going to bed at like 10, uh, 10 or 11 at night at max 11 uh, for, for me personally. Otherwise, I'm Mr. Mr. Grumpy, Mr. Grumpy from, the, what was it called? The Mr. Men? The Mr. Men? If, if you know that reference, Jesus, <laughs> you're old. Fuck, you're old. <laughs> Fake laugh, hiding real pain. <laughs> oh, hit me where it hurts. Anyway. So nutrition, let's get down to the business. So I've just talked about being out of your comfort zone. Let's talk about being in an environment that you can control day in, day out. Something that I always talk about is finding foods that you love. Don't just eat chicken, broccoli and rice because everybody talks about it as a nutrition. I will say this until I friggin' die. Don't follow celebrity diets. Don't follow fads. When I talk about fads, I'm talking about diets that cut out food groups. I fell into that trap. It's not, there's no point to it. You can lose weight eating every food group, eating what to an extent, whatever you like, to, to an extent. Please keep listening and don't cut this out. Uh, this is a big point, is that you're gonna have foods that you really love. For me, I'm, I've got a sweet tooth. You know, I love sweets. I'm not gonna cut out sweets from my diet. I am gonna be brushing my teeth to make sure that I keep my teeth white and, you know, in old age, I'm not having, you know, just all gum. The point being is that you need to make sure you're enjoying the food you eat. You know, when they people call it a diet, it automatically sets off in my mind. People think of like, oh, I'm gonna start eating salad every day. I'm gonna start, you know, really cutting down the calories. It's just like, Jesus Christ, please, people, get it together. We've gotta to really think it through here. You've gotta find foods. So if we're gonna think protein, let's say you're a vegetarian and you can't eat meat, you're gonna to have to find your protein sources somewhere else. Maybe you're pescatarian, you're very lucky, you can eat fish. Then you can focus in on shrimp, super high in protein, king prawn, super high in protein. You can keep going down, you can go cod, you can go salmon with those healthy extra fats. There's so much there and you can choose what is your favorite. Now choosing the favorite, you zone in that and you eat it day in, day out. You find a food that you can eat day in, day out. Now for me personally, I'm a steak guy. I like steak, I like golden cooked steak. It's got like that golden crisp crunch to it. And at the same time that kind of not not pink, but you know, that medium rare look to it on the inside. So crispy on the outside, nice and juicy on the inside. Anyway, chicken as well. I can eat chicken. I, I cook it in a different way. I am someone, again, golden brown, that real crispy chicken, maybe a little bit of barbecue sauce. Yes, I know, sugar. Uh, I try to go for reduced sugar sources when I go for them. So reduced sugar ketchup, reduced sugar uh, barbecue sauce, 
and you know if i'm going to have salad cream which i don't really have ever anymore uh, i'm going to go for reduced fat reduced sugar all of these things add up at the end of the day please keep that in mind keep in mind that calories in calories out do count christ the amount of people nowadays scientists saying that that doesn't count and it doesn't work is like bollocks it is absolutely bollocks like, it's so crazy that there's people out there saying yeah don't count calories don't don't bother doing that like so you're telling me that you a scientist are arguing with literal physics of how human body works you're literally arguing with thermodynamics you're like yes that i can control that i have the power of god it's <laughs> no sense oh people are crazy man people are crazy they really think that they can pull one over you on you that they're like you know it's always a massive statement like this doesn't work this person's telling you lies it's crazy i i you know i love watching those videos for a laugh because i think they're hilarious uh so back to basics like i said find your favorites of each food group we're gonna go carbohydrates we're gonna go fats we're gonna go proteins and we're gonna quickly mention the most important macronutrients and micronutrients sorry i should have said micronutrients because the macronutrients is fat carbohydrates and protein micronutrients you're going to be finding from certain food groups you're going to be finding vitamin c ironically if you eat broccoli you won't really need to drink orange juice because if you eat broccoli boom you get a bunch of vitamin c from it vitamin d you can get uh from the sun etc you know you can find iron from quite a few actually that's a that's a big one there iron for me is difficult to to find in certain places you can get it in broccoli but if you want to get it in big bulks i normally take a a to z mineral in the morning to to cover all my bases for my micronutrients in terms of stuff that i can't get in my food uh what i try to do sodium as well i try to put a little bit extra pink himalayan salt on top of my steak to be able to get that sodium in because i sweat a lot therefore salt is going out must get it back in and the, i also take an electrolyte pill in the morning as well as creatine monohydrate 3000 milligrams the creatine monohydrate you don't need to take if you aren't lifting weights so if you aren't lifting weights don't worry about that for those who are lifting weights it's just a easy way to be able to increase your strength for me personally yes it does add a little bit of water weight to my body but actually because i'm currently a little bit too light it's actually quite helpful to have it back in my system Every, as i said when i went to spain when you can't have access to the stuff that you normally have access to it's really important when you come back to to get back into the swing of things and try and get yourself back in a, in a healthy routine sleep as well all of these things but nutrients wise if you focus in right on a balanced diet and when i say balanced i'm talking about eating your vegetables eating your fruits eating your meats eating your carbohydrates if you like bread eat bread it's fine if you like potatoes eat potatoes if you like rice eat rice if you like spaghetti eat spaghetti if you like pasta pasta exactly you know you see where i'm going here he's out of line but he's right you have food groups there that you can choose from now if they sit within your macro slash micro slash calorie intake if they suit all of those eat them go for it fit them in find them and i'm a big believer in that but i am a big believer mainly in hitting the healthy micronutrients if you are eating five pieces of food fruit and vegetables a day i stick to that rule 
It's a healthy rule. You feel good. <laughs> you look at the foods you've eaten and they are, they are healthy for you. If you're eating raspberries like I am, you're gonna get some healthy fiber. If you're eating an apple, you're gonna feel satiated for longer. And also, it's a little secret here, actually resets uh, the taste buds in your mouth a little bit. So if you had something quite powerful, let's say you've had some onions or something on those lines, having an apple can actually reset your, the taste within your mouth. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. Still brush your teeth, people, please. Uh, but it does help reset a little bit. So keep that in mind. Uh, I also, my favorites, so we've got green beans, they're really great. Broccoli, really great. Like I said, asparagus earlier. Although if you eat too much of that, that'll turn your piss a different color. Fun fact. Well, what about this? Uh, a tribe of asparagus children, but they're self-conscious about the way their pee smells. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, you've got three greens there. You've got two pieces of, of fruit. Uh, sometimes I'll chuck in a, a banana. I also really like a fruit salad from time to time, just to chuck it in there. And I'll just go into Audi and I'll buy one of those little pots of salad. I know, non-recyclable plastics. I know, I know. Nail me to a cross and crucify me now. Wait, your biggest stickers here of this. Um, it's... It is what it is. It is delicious. It is great to have some grapes, some pineapple, some apples, some uh, mangoes, all in one little pot, and you just eat it all, and you're like, nom, 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 nom. delicious. And then, what, what else in terms of fruit? For me, fruit, I could go through a full box of grapes without even thinking about it, so I have to make sure I get those little small boxes of grapes because they're just delicious. 126 calories for one little box is great. It's so good for you as well if you think about the overall uh, macronutrients, micronutrients, and just eating fr fruit and veg. If you eat five pieces of fruit and veg a day and then you add in your carbohydrates, your fats, your proteins, I promise you now you're going to have such an easy life. And then when it comes to Friday or Saturday or Sunday, whatever day is going to be for you to have some fun, maybe you're going to go for some drinks with some friends. Maybe you're going to go have some ice cream. Maybe any of those, you can pick one of those evenings and put it into an evening or maybe even two evenings. And by doing so, by having a healthy diet, that's the majority of your time, you can then balance that out with something that will be a little less unhealthy. For me, it's gonna be white chocolate licorice sauces. I've talked about this before. Maybe I'm gonna have some prawn cocktail crisps. Maybe I'm gonna go out for a meal with family, friends, all of these things. It's fine because the majority, the foundation, the foundation of my food is gonna be good for me. And, you know, my morning's my breakfast. I'm gonna be having an apple with some oat, some protein oats, which is gonna have peanut butter in it, healthy fats. Gonna have a little bit of honey on top. Gonna to be around 22 grams of 79 calories, so not too much. Not sugars that are gonna kill me either. You gotta think these through as well. The types of sugars that I'm talking about that are gonna be unhealthy for you are gonna be chocolate. It's gonna be sweets. It's gonna be any refined uh, sugars that come from somewhere that are manufactured by man that aren't manufactured by nature. Think of it that way. So if it's made by uh, Earth, then think of it as relatively healthy to some extent. It's going to be relatively good for you. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm your dad. I'm telling you the, the, the these are the apples of the oranges, son. I didn't ask to be born, Dad. <laughs> oh dear. So, apart from being a patronizing bastard, here's the, the real sticks of it. Find balance. Find stuff you love to eat. Stick to it and keep a track of your calories.
Come on! If you don't track your calories and you tell me it's too much of a fucking effort to do it, you've already lost the fucking battle. I'm sorry for the swearing, but it kills me when people tell me they want to lose weight and they aren't willing to put the effort in of just logging their food because Jesus H. Christ, if Christ! If you don't do it initially, you won't be able to do what I do, where you just do eat what you want most of the time, okay? If you don't do it for a year, I'm talking years here, it's consistency for years. I get frustrated because everybody wants to find the easy way out, and there is no easy way out. The hard route is the success route, and it is the one you should be choosing. You should be choosing the day-to-day -day grind of eating foods that you like, but are good for you, eating your five a day, and not having a big box of biscuits every single day, or having you know full-fat Coke every single day, or having all of the things that you want to have all the time, like eating donuts every single day, or having things that are bad for you every single day, okay? Put them to one side, put them to a specific day in the week, or maybe two specific days in the week where you're going to eat them in one meal. Not, I'm not going saying go crazy. I'm saying an extra thousand calories, okay? And then keep an like keep it in your mind, and your body will, you know, it will become accustomed to it almost. Now, am I saying this is going to work for everybody? No. Some people have this willpower thing that. I, you know, I haven't really heard of it, you know, willpower, <laughs> you know, uh, and these, these, these people somehow are able to keep sweet drawers and boxes of biscuits and all of the nice things in life in their house and are able to nibble at them uh, a little bit of the day and be able to get away with it. These magical fairy people, this does not apply to you, for you are the lucky ones. <laughs> For the majority of us who have zero willpower, this applies to you. Please don't keep anything that you would consider cheap foods, and you know what they are. I don't need to tell you them. You know exactly what they are. You think of it in the back of your mind when you've eaten them, and you think how bad they are for you. Don't keep them in the house, okay? Don't keep them in the house. Now, now that you understand that, you, if you go out of your way and you really want some, you are going to have to force yourself to walk all the way to the shop to buy them. And mentally speaking, and I'm pretty sure there's some studies out there that have proved this, that it's tougher to do that than it is for you to just walk into your kitchen, open up the cupboard, and get out a big box of biscuits. Okay? <laughs> so by doing so, you have to force yourself to mentally be able to get over that barrier. And by doing so, you make yourself a little bit more stronger, actually overall so keep that in mind and maybe maybe one day you won't have to track calories and you won't have to think about these things because you're in such a good routine that you've got to the point where food has become fun again and it no longer looks like a task like a chore like it's the end of the world like it's everything rolling around you and it's like oh my god i can't go without my biscuits that will be the day that you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I have accomplished my goal. I have become better than I was yesterday. And I have created a great relationship with food. Woo! That is what you're looking for at the end of the day. You're looking for a great relationship with food. Now, 
I personally feel like I have a fantastic relationship with food. I also have a great appreciation for those who can cook home-cooked meals. That's due to my upbringing. That's also due to being surrounded by friends and family who also love home-cooked food. And for me personally, I think that you can accommodate these home-cooked foods into your micro, macronutrients, etc., and your weekly meals, while at the same time adding in some of the maybe the proteins, maybe lower the fats, maybe try and find some alternatives, maybe find ways to get fruit into your diet, maybe find the vegetables, maybe you're more of a vegetable person, go for the vegetables, maybe you're a fruit person, maybe you're all of these things, find them, find the way that works for you, find the foods that you enjoy that match the micro, the macro, and the calories overall, and I swear, you will, it will melt off you, over time, and I'm talking years here, it's not a tomorrow, it's not one of those things that you see on the internet where it's six months time, you're going to be summer shredded, baby, no, it's not going to happen, okay, it's going to be a grind of two to three years, get that in your skull, it is not a one year thing, it is not a two year thing, it's two to three years of grinding it out, of eating those good foods, of creating a great relationship with food. So, when you're in the end of the podcast, I think I've summed up my thoughts on food, I think that there's so many foods out there that are great for you, I think there's so much options in life, and if you can find the option that works for you, it's going to be a winner. So for those who stuck around for this long and for those who are watching rather than listening, you can probably see that uh, for those who are just listening that I have extremely bloodshot eyes and I've had extremely bloodshot eyes for going on around six days now. Now, I'm not sure what it is. The doctors don't think it's very serious. They think it's just a eye drops situation. Uh, and we will see by the next podcast whether that is a thing or not. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's bloody hope so. Because otherwise, it's going to be an A&E situation at some point. I don't feel any pain whatsoever, and I have perfect vision at the moment. But it just makes me look a little crazy. A little a little crazy. And I think we all know I'm, like, I'm a little nuts anyway. So it's just adding to the physical realm rather than just the metaphorical realm. So... Ending there on the podcast, this has been a Tell Us Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now. So long, gay boy.